This is Uncommon Profit. My name is Flipman Dan, reselling and side hustle expert. And each week we interview leaders in untraditional niches making shocking income. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's get it. Alexander Toledo is a traveling registered nurse and a dad who didn't want to settle for the ceiling of his RN salary. Now, he has worked to make over 20000 a month in profit selling books on Amazon. Oh, and by the way, he's not a writer. In this interview, we talk about how to get started in self-publishing, figuring out what books to publish, where to find resources, what to budget for, and so much more. Please subscribe on Spotify or YouTube and make sure to share this with a friend who would love to learn about ways to make an uncommon profit. And now, Alexander Toledo. What's up, everyone? It is Flipman Dan with another episode of Uncommon Profit. Today, we have Alexander Toledo on the show of I Publish Ghostwriters. It's great to have you on today, Alexander. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So let us begin with how you got into the publishing game. All right. Uh, about three years ago, I started to uh, travel. I'm a registered nurse and I started to travel uh, throughout the country because I live in Florida and the Florida pay rate for nurses is very low. I have kids. So I had to, uh, I decided I needed to make money and I was I'm going to start my master's program in nursing. And I said, I can't work seven days a week and do my master's and pay the bills. So I started to travel so I could work less hours and be able to go to school full time. Uh, the problem was that I was away from my kids here in Florida and I would have to fly back every single month because I get them once per weekend. I would have to fly every back every single month to keep my word with my kids and see them. So I said to myself, I have to also figure out, I'm making good money now. I started to make over six figures in nursing, just working regular hours. But I said, I need to make more money to pay, pay for my flights every month and, and just not to have to travel anymore as well. Um, so I started to purchase courses online on how to make money online. And I purchased a couple of them uh, in my, during this time. And I came across a course on how to publish on Amazon and sell books. And I started to do that and I grew the business to the point where I started to make more money than actually I made as a registered nurse. And, and, I, and I stopped working last year as a nurse uh, because I was just making enough money to live off of my publishing business as I continue to pursue my education. So I'm currently midway through my doctorate program and I'm doing that and my, my side hustle, which has become my main hustle. So that's an amazing story, man. Um, with the side hustle of publishing, a yeah. lot of people don't necessarily understand what goes into that. Um, and especially with digital publishing through Amazon, can you walk the, uh, the people through what, what it, that entails? Absolutely. So self-publishing is, is a very uh, stealth operation that most people don't know about, but it's a very big game. Basically what I do or my channel, which is I publish ghostwriters.com. Basically what we do is, what I do is I hire a ghostwriter. So I've learned to understand what the algorithm in Amazon is, what people are searching for, right? So I know in nonfiction, I know people want to lose weight as a, as a, as a big issue. Uh, so I publish books and different diets. As an example, I will hire a ghostwriter to write a book for me, let's say in keto diet, 
let's say in plant-based diet, uh, Mediterranean diet, paleo diet. This is all like, these are all topics that get searched every single day on Amazon. So I've learned how to learn what people are buying. I outsource every part of it. That's including having the book written, having the covers designed. Um, and then I up upload these books on multiple platforms. The number one platform being Amazon. And then I convert these books into audio form as well. So I'm able to squeeze out of one book, multiple revenue sources. And I have a digital asset that is selling for me 24 seven. That's basically it in a nutshell. Wow. So you outsource everything. Um, and I know there's some uh, resources out there like Fiverr and places where you can get things designed uh, cheaply. What are some of the go-to places that you turn to, to get either your book published or your book designed? Okay. So for the book writing, there's a lot of uh, ghostwriting companies. You just have to type in, in Google ghostwriting companies and you're going to see there's a ton of them. You can go onto platforms like Upwork to have to find specific writers or guru.com. So you could find freelancers yourself. That's the cheapest way. Um, and then for cover design, I use Fiverr. I use $12 gigs for my cover that make for me, you know, surprisingly, and this shouldn't be so much of a surprise, but people buy nonfiction books based on the cover design. They don't buy it based on reading the actual book. So a $12 cover could potentially make you thousands and thousands of dollars. If you look on my YouTube channel, you will see, because I give a lot of proof on there, you will see some books have made for me $70,000, $80,000, a single book that might've cost me about $300 to make. That's how powerful uh, covers are and this process that I do. That is mind-blowing. Um, <laughs> so do you have, you, you mentioned uh, kind of going and approaching the books that you publish from a plan of seeking the demand first. Is yeah. the demand of uh, weight loss and diets something that either you're passionate about beforehand or because you know, you're, you're in the nursing profession, is that something that you just sought out uh, uh, just strictly through demand searches and that sort of thing. And you saw, this is where people are reading and this is where I'm going to go. Uh, good question. So ironically, it's the opposite. Yeah, your passion doesn't necessarily tra uh, translates to profit. So what I teach is you have to produce, you have to provide to the marketplace what the marketplace wants. So I, I go on, on demand. And I mean, there's just hundreds of keywords and topics that people are searching for on a daily basis. I just used diet as a very simple one because everyone watching this can relate to this. And specifically during January, February, these are very good topics that people are setting goals or buying a ton of these books. So these are books that I have, uh, I have written and, 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 I, and I produced during this time of the year, which are very profitable uh, to produce. So to answer your question, you, and I teach this on the channel, you have to publish books that people want. Forget about your passion. You, if, if you're doing this for a profit, I'm a publisher, you have to produce books that people want. That is pretty incredible. I'm actually coming from a point where I'm writing a book about my music festival experience, and that's something I'm passionate about. But what you're telling me is that uh, when it comes to Amazon, that might not necessarily sell just because I'm passionate about it. 
that's not entirely what I'm saying. In your case, or in, in, in a case where somebody's developing a book because they have a business built around it, that's a different story. Uh, because a book serves also as, as a lead for people to enter your, your world, right? It could, be a, 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 it could build around your business, your niche. Uh, what I'm talking about is being a publisher. So you're just publishing books to sell, to make a profit. Your business is selling books. So if you have a passion and you're turning that passion into a business, then you could add your book as part of, as part of your, your business or, or your business model. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to make six figures or you're going to live off that book. It's just another resource to get to draw people into your, to your world. Uh, I don't know if that makes sense the way I'm explaining. No, it does. And so with the publishing of books, are you bringing on other, um, you know, you, you said you're going out there and getting these ghost written and everything and, and putting them out there. Um, are you putting it out there that you can help other people publish their books? Is that a route that you're taking this? I'm not, t- I'm not, I'm not helping people publish their own books. I'm helping people start the same business, teach them exactly what I did in order for them to create passive income, just like I have. Great. Okay. That, that makes sense. So with, when you publish or when you get this one book written, um, you said that there's other revenue streams that are are possible with this. Um, Can you just go a little bit more in depth as to the different ways in which one book can make income? Sure. So Amazon is captures about 80% of the retail space for books, for ebooks and in, in, in this country. But they also own audible.com. So Amazon gets about 4.5 billion hits per month on their website. And audible.com gets about 24 to 26 million hits per month on their website. Audible audiobooks are much more profitable than regular books. So once you upload your book onto Amazon, you can go onto their Audible uh, platform, which is called ACX, and you could have your book produced for you. You could either pay somebody to do this and you own the rights forever, or you could partner up with a producer and you guys, and you don't have to pay them anything, but you're going to split the difference of the profits. So that's a second source. You can also upload your book onto this, onto this platform and you could have people throughout the world bid on your book in order to translate your book into multiple languages. So I have books that are translated into Portuguese, Italian, French, Spanish, you name it. And you also share in the royalties with them for them translating your book into these languages. So besides that, you have multiple platforms. So another popular platform where I upload the books besides Amazon is a platform called Ingram Spark. And Ingram Sparks puts your books onto uh, platforms throughout the world internationally, through Barnes and Nobles, Walmart, just a host of stores. So my books literally sell, sell on all of these different platforms, just not only Amazon. Okay. So th- there's a ton of different platforms where you can put these books. Now, when you publish a book, is it a kind of a, a peak and a valley of profit um, or is it something where you, you publish it, you get an initial uh, boost in income and it kind of tails off? Or is it something that even, is there a long tail where people are consistently purchasing this throughout time? Awesome question. Um, 
the way, you know, I've been doing this for four years now, right? So I've seen this business model uh, evolve. And what I teach is the model that I've perfected. And the model that I perfected is very simple for, for you to understand. My plan is a long-term plan. And my plan is not for people to come into the space and say, I want to do this and I want to leave my job right away. The way I teach, the, my philosophy is you build a portfolio of digital books and they're going to sell in the long term. And the reason they're going to sell in the long term is because once you upload your book and we upload that uh, ebook and we upload that uh, PDF, which becomes a print on demand book, I run ads on Amazon. And that's always going to ensure that I have sales, sales for years because I have ads, I have traffic, right? In order for, for sales to be conducted, there has to be buyers. There have, you have to be presenting the book to somebody. And because you have over 4 billion people showing up on Amazon every month and you have ads, you're always going to have sales. Providing that you're, that you're having books written on evergreen topics that I'm talking about and providing that you have nice covers. So it's not a thing where you publish a book and you're going to have this immediate amount of money and then you're just not going to make any more money. My plan is I publish books and if I invested $300 in a book, I want to see that return on an investment be 1,000, 3,000, 5,000, 9,000. I mean, I've had books that have maybe 70, 80, $90,000 in the long term. So my game plan is the long term. It's not, it's not a, a scheme where you're just publishing and you're making money or uh, there's no cyclical thing. It's just a long-term steady sales, getting your money back and a return on your investment. That's really exciting that uh, you, know, you can make this and then get eyeballs on it strictly through ads on the platform. So people normally, uh, myself included, uh, forget or just don't put enough resources into the, the ad and the marketing portion of this. What would you say is the breakdown of budget when it comes to creating a book and from you know the pre-production to the production to afterwards your ad budget? All right. Uh, the ad budget is not really significant in terms because so far in the many years that Amazon's, uh, what they call the AMS platform, which is their advertising platform, it's not like Facebook. If I've, done, I've done ads on Facebook. Facebook will, will spend your money immediately. Google ads will spend your money immediately. Amazon ads has not reached, as of yet, the point where it just burns through your money. So it's very hard to scale your platform, your, your budget because they only spend so much at a time. So unfortunately, I wish they could, but unfortunately the, the budget for advertising is not really big. It, it serves its purpose, it's profitable, but it's not to a point where you could scale it like you would in Facebook. So your production costs are just uh, getting your book written, which could be anywhere, depending on the word count, could be in the $300 range up to $600, depending how long you want your book to be. I just said the, the, the covers are $12, $15. And then your audio production could be free because you could split the cost with a producer or you could pay for a $300 book. The, the production cost for that would be about $80. So it's not really hard to get your money back considering that 
you know, these books are going to sell the print versions is what I'm talking about making money about $14 per print books. And the audiobooks are going to be between $7 and up to $20. So you get your money back fairly quickly. Okay. So the, there is both the, you know, the audio side and the print side. So what would you say is the breakdown of um, people that are purchasing one way or the other? It all depends on the niche. So self-development, like self-discipline, habits, productivity, things that those type of people do, like, you know, people who are into self-development, they're going to listen to audiobooks while they're driving, while they're working out. So if you publish books that are targeting that niche, you're going to have books that sell more on the audio side than on the print side. Um, surprisingly, I have a lot of diet books that sell on audio format. I thought they would never sell, but they do every single month. So what I teach is, for me, it's a portfolio and it's very diversified, right? I even have fiction books now in romance. Um, so the business is to develop a large portfolio of books. So you're not relying on any one thing, right? Uh, but to answer maybe your question more specifically, the audiobook side of my business has been a business up until very recently where I've, just on audio alone, I've done over 20 thousand dollars per month of profits just on audio that's how profitable audiobooks can be compared to ebooks and print books man alexander <laughs> so it's all in the portfolio is what you what i'm continuing to hear so yeah uh is this something where when you create a, a digital asset like a book are you building a web presence around it like are you building a website around it or are you just saying nope, I'm just going to put it out on the platforms and shoot ads to it. And that's where it will live. Yeah. I mean, if you have people watching this video and they've tried any type of online business, if they tried it, they're going to see that the biggest problem is going to be traffic. Number one is going to be traffic is going to be huge, right? How do I get the traffic? I have a website. How do I get the traffic? I, I just said earlier, which is key, Amazon gets over 4.5 billion visitors per month. So how big is 4.5 billion? If you take a billion and you were to start counting right the second, nonstop, day and night without sleeping, it would take you 30 years to count up to 1 billion. So I teach this, this is what I teach in the channel, is that we, 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 all we have to do is publish books that people are searching for and we run ads to them. We don't need to create a website. We don't need an email list. We don't need to do anything else because the traffic is already there. We just have to make sure that it gets in front of people when they're searching for these type of books. So we get a shot at selling them. It's a, it's a, it's a fairly simple concept, but what, what you're going to struggle with, right? You're saying, well, how come not everybody's doing this? Because what most people are going to struggle with is that they're going to start to publish a book and they think that they're going to make six figures on one book. It could happen, right? But you know that always a small percentage of what you produce is what makes all of the income. So you have to continue to publish consistently and a small percentage of your books are going to, are going to produce big time and the overall portfolio is going to produce, but it's always going to be that 20%, 10% that are going to, are just going to be home runs, but you don't get to that point unless you publish book after book, after book, after book, just like anything else, just like growing a YouTube channel, there's going to be certain videos that are just going to take off while the other ones are just going to do whatever they're going to do. Right. Correct. Yeah. So yeah. it's just, it's the, it's the volume game is what I'm hearing. So yeah. Yeah. Consistency. Um, yeah. That that's amazing. So 
are you treating this business as an LLC as a, as a, uh, or is this like income flow and profit? Is this going to you personally? How, how are you treating this? I started this off as an LLC. It, 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 uh, this year I went into an S corp and I put myself on salary. I put my assistant on salary. So I haven't, I have a full-time, I've had a full-time assistant now for over a year. Uh, and, uh, I'm, I'm basically hands-off in terms of all the technical parts of publishing. I just concentrate on the intellectual properties. Okay. This is what we're producing. This is the books that I'm ordering, but the technical part of the physical work of uploading and doing all that stuff. Um, it's now a company where we have salaries, uh, and this is a, a business. I do have other publishing businesses that are LLCs, but my main one is this S Corp. Okay. So the S Corp and is your assistant, a virtual assistant, um, like so many people have spoken to in the past, or is this someone you're physically working with? No, uh, she is working virtually, um, but she lives here in, in my state. I did meet her in person. I did not hire someone from a different country. This was a very, this was a topic that was on my mind. It was hard to figure out how to do this uh, because you could find, I do hire people that are throughout the world um, and you want to hire that cheap labor overseas. But my assistant is, you know, she was a prior manager for Starbucks. I, I recruited her hard and she is worth every single dollar that I pay her because she's, she's, she's smart. She knows the language and she helps me make, uh, she helps me, uh, move my business forward. So she's here in the U S she doesn't work with me physically here. She works out of her house and that's an added benefit for her and for me. Okay. So, uh, within the publishing, uh, industry uh, and all that you've learned in the past couple of years, what are some mistakes or some lessons that you've learned that uh, if you could impart on your younger self or the viewers, what would you say? I would say uh, a very common mistake that I've, that I've made and, and I sometimes continue to make and I see other guys like that have made as much money as I have do is that once you start making X amount of money, whatever that is for you, you kind of stop publishing. And there's this very basic lesson in life is that you have to be consistent and this doesn't change for publishing. So I would say consistency is the key to success, especially when you're new in the business, because you're not going to have the success that you want and the success that you want is going to come through consistency. And for you, that might be one book per month for others who have the budget. It might be 10 books per month, whatever that is, you have to be consistent. And for me, I've made the mistake where, you know, when I started to make a lot of money, I stopped publishing. Um, and I wish I wouldn't have because there are times where your sales come down, but through the consistent consistency of publishing, you're always going to ensure that you have this new sales, organic sales, because Amazon also publish, um, also uh, promotes your books. Um, so just being consistent is the number one thing that I would recommend to anybody that's going to start in any type of business. So consistency is, uh, is a major key. It seems it is. And yeah. so, um, do you have any recommendations with, uh, the length of the books? Um, if you're publishing at this sort of volume, is it more difficult to have longer books or is there a sweet spot as far as word count? Sure. 
That's a good question. I recommend that the minimum you should publish is 15,000 words. There, there are strategies and there are strategies to publishing, let's say 30,000 word books. And I'll quickly tell you what that is. So for example, when you're, set, when you're selling audiobooks on the Audible platform, if you have a book that's over 10 hours, the book is going to sell for $24.95. So one of the strategies that I teach is bundling books together. So you put three books together. If you put three books together that are 30,000 words each, that's going to be 10 hours in audio form. So now you've taken books. This is what I mean. These are strategies that you're squeezing new money out of the same books. So now you're taking three books that you already paid for that they individually are already audiobooks, but now you're putting them together and you're making one new book. And now this one new book is going to sell for $24.95. So I would recommend if you have the money to do 30,000 word count books, but if you don't, if you're starting off, 15,000 word books are going to be a good starting point, is going to be easy on the budget for you. And it's going to be a way for you to get your feel for the business. So 15,000 word is what I would recommend to start publishing nonfiction. Okay. So for the, the publishing aspect, when you're going out there and getting these authors to write these books, um, is your name going on the cover or is their name going on the cover? Uh, does that work out in the deal beforehand or how, how does that work? Good question. The, uh, so you, when you order your books, you're, you're the publisher, you own the rights to the book. So you're going to have to assign a pen name. So you could make up the name, uh, Joe Smith. So every book you're going to assign a name to, a pen name, because you own the rights. You're not going to say you wrote the book and you're not going to say the, the ghostwriter wrote the book. You're the publisher. This is your baby. You're going to create a pen name for the book. Okay. Author name. Yeah. So an, an author name uh, isn't just something that they used to do hundreds of years ago. Uh, it's something that people are currently doing now to, uh, I guess, is it more like sidestepping the uh, liability issues or wh why is it important to use a pen name? Well, I mean, what are, what are your options? If you have a book written, let's say on a topic that you have no knowledge of, you're going to, you're going to put your name on the book. I mean, that's kind of, that's being, uh, unethical. I, I mean, it's not, it's, you're kind of lying. If you were to put your name on a book, you didn't write, I wouldn't feel comfortable about that. And you're not going to put the, the ghostwriter's name on the book because you own the rights to the book. You don't want him later on claiming royalties to your book. Uh, even though there's, there's contracts that you sign, but essentially if you have books written in a lot of different topics, you're not going to put your name on all these different books because you don't have any knowledge of those areas, right? You're hiring professionals to write these books for you. So that's why you have to assign pen names. And to be perfectly honest, there's tons of, of famous people who have, even, even famous writers who have ghostwriters write their books because they've already created the brand name and they could, they're buying the rights to the book. So you could, they put their names on these books and nobody's ever going to know anyway. So it, this is, something that's done every single day. And peeling back the curtain on, uh, <laughs> on other writers. Okay. That, I, I, I like that though. And that, that's good to know. So it's all about brand. And um, yeah. so I'm, I'm assuming that in these initial books, you're going to skip the uh, about the author section. 
Is that true? No, no, you could have that made up as well. <laughs> right? You could, okay. you, could have, you could have that made up as well. I mean, why not? True. You're so build, the, I mean, you're building an experience for the customer. What what is what difference does it make if if about the author? Okay, he likes doing this, he enjoys this, he enjoys that. What how is that going to affect you? It's just going to make the experience better for you if you buy into the whole presentation. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. I I can <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's the way that's the way it works. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, this is this is all new to me, and a lot of it is new to the audience too. So this is yeah, this is really interesting stuff. Um, man, so, you know, looking forward to the future, what, what do you see, uh, this business growing into, uh, and what's kind of your, your goals moving forward? Well, my business has been built mostly on nonfiction. I've dabbled in fiction romance, uh, unsuccessfully, I would say, uh, because it's just so much more expensive and it's a whole different game. So, this year I've committed to going back to the fiction side and continuing to build that business because that is a brand business. In other words, now this is where you would have to create this author name and keep it and build a whole bunch of books around this experience, this author, this, this brand name. Um, so going forward, I'm trying to build this fiction base and it's also building this email. So I have over 10,000 email lists for my fiction writer uh, it's a whole different business. I haven't dominated this yet, but this is my next step is dominating fiction um, and adding this to my company as a profitable, real profitable uh, part of it. I haven't been able to do that yet to say, okay, I make, you know, 2000 in profit consistently from this side of the business. So that's my goal this year for 2021. I, I created this course on how to do this a couple of months ago but I have a very big surprise coming in the next couple of days for people who have been watching the channel. Um, and I'm getting ready to unleash a lot of material for free for people to do this, uh, this business model that I've, you know, that I've perfected for myself. So those, those are those two things. I'm working on my doctorate degree. So I'm making good money. Is there, there's not much in this space that I wanna do, you know, other things perhaps, but not in publishing, just those two things. Okay, so breaking into into fiction. So, uh, with regards to the research and development of these titles and of the the ghostwriters, are are you coming to the table and giving something to the ghostwriters that outlines? Okay, I want to talk about these topics. These are the points that I want to talk about. Um, or are you just putting it in? How much are you putting in their plate to say? you know, you do the research about this or are you doing uh, beforehand research? I used to put in a lot of work. I used to provide an, an outline point by point, like chapter by chapter. Um, I don't, I stopped doing that a long time ago. Now, once you start working long enough, you, you will establish relationships that, you know, with companies you can trust or with writers you can trust. And you could simply just say, hey, I want a book on this topic. And they're always going to provide an outline for you and once they come back with the outline, then you could look at it and say, okay, no, 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 I want, I don't want these chapters in here, or I want it to be more based on this. Or you can just simply go on Amazon and look at books and say, hey, I want a book similar to this. Like I want a, this type of book. Obviously you don't want them to copy the book, but you could just say, I want a book just like this. And that will 
help them create an outline for you. So it's not really difficult. It's not really, you don't have to put a ton of work because you do have to publish a lot of books in order to get to the level where I am uh, because it's based on volume. It's not based on a single branded author. So if you were to take so much time creating outlines and putting all this effort into it, uh, it you probably wouldn't, you'd probably give up. Okay, that, so just being mindful of how you allocate your time. So, uh, you know, the same thing with the, the ghost writers on the safe fiction side, are, are there, uh, so you're not necessarily perusing for the right ghost writer uh, that, you know, might be excellent at fiction, but not necessarily good at like writing a diet book or something like that. Are you spending your time doing that? Or is that something that is done for you? No, no. It, it, a great question because fiction is totally different. Fiction is, is day and night. So for fiction, I do have to spend a lot of time. I do have to talk to the writer. I do have to go back and forth with him and say, okay, this is the kind of plot that we want. Because check this out, Dan, in fiction, people actually read books <laughs> and I'm serious. And what happens is when you, when you build your fiction brand, you're getting this repeat audience of coming back and going through books one, series two, series three, series four, and they're reading through all of your books. And the way you're actually making money through fiction on Amazon, you get paid through the pages people read. And Amazon has this program that it's called the uh, uh, Kindle Unlimited. So you pay like whatever it is, $14 per month, and you could read an unlimited amount of books. So Amazon pays you per page read. On the fiction side, you really have to develop a book that people are going to say, man, I can't wait for this guy's for this next book to be written. And you're not going to come out with 10 books a month. You're going to come out maybe with one book every month and you're going to have people following you. And, and it's like a snowball effect, new people coming on to you and you're building this huge audience. It's a brand that you're building. So for fiction, yes, you do have to take your time. You do have to find the right author. You do have to write, find the right plot. You do have to find all of these things. It's, it's totally different and it's super expensive compared to nonfiction. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a totally different game. Okay, so brand loyalty is, is yeah. more prevalent in fiction. Correct. That, that, that's good to know. So for someone starting out uh, who is gonna listen to this interview and be like, this is very interesting to me, I, I wanna begin. Where would you point them to, to start? I would say, you know, if you could go to my channel, you're going to see a lot of content on there that's going to show you where to find ghostwriters, how to find uh, profitable topics, keywords, books that you want to have written. In my channel, you're going to find all of these things. Uh, you're going to want to start off with nonfiction. Of course, you're going to want to start off with uh, a, a word count of 15,000 at most, so you don't spend that much money. You're going to want to start having your covers designed in Fiverr, which is, you know, you could find a good cover designer for $10, $15. Um, these are the areas that you're going to want to start. Um, but in my channel, you're going to find all of these lessons. And, and in the next couple of days, you're going to see there's going to be, there's going to be uh, a playlist on there that's going to cater for new people that are wanting to do this for free. I'm Amazing. excited about that, to give that back to people. Yeah. Amazing, man. Uh, give uh, one more shout out to you know, where the audience should find you on YouTube and, and elsewhere. All right. So I have uh, my YouTube channel. If you type in ipublishghostwriters.com, remember we're publishing ghostwriters work. So uh, my website also is ipublishghostwriters.com. Uh, 
If you type that in, or if you type that on Facebook, you could find me on Facebook, on my website, or on the YouTube channel. If you ask any questions, I usually reply within 24 hours, and I try to give as much value as I can, only because uh, I feel totally privileged to be able to make this type of income, to be able to go back to school, to be able to take the whole year of COVID off and still get checks for 15, 20, $25,000 uh, for doing something that I started four years ago. Uh, maybe like you are in now in a position where you're like, can this really work? Uh, so if you find me on there and if you have questions, you're, you're gonna see that I'm gonna get back to you and you're gonna see that you're going to align yourself in a business like Amazon that's the number one seller in their country. This is a real business. So feel free to reach out to me. I'll be more than happy then to, to help you. Amazing, man. Uh, you know, I can't thank you enough. And I just want to acknowledge you and uh, your hard work that you've put in and really giving back to the community by sharing this knowledge. Uh, is there anything that any final thoughts that you want to leave the audience with today? Yeah, man. Uh, thank you so much for having me on the uh, on the show for reaching out. And uh, definitely, I'm, I'm really stoked to make this connection with you. Um, just want to say that I'm grateful for the opportunity you've given me on here. And at the end of the day, uh, I'm a nurse. I'm working on my doctorate degree in health systems. And some of the things that are, are valuable to me are providing proof, evidence, right? Like in, in medicine, we want to do things that have shown to work. So I'm going to show you a lot of evidence on my channel on the things that I do that actually work. I'm not a marketer. I'm just a guy who wanted to provide for his family and to live a better life. So I want to give that back. I want to empower people, even if it's just to make an extra $500, $1,000 per month. For some people, that is life-changing. So uh, thank you once again for having me on this show. And I hope that the people that watch your channel, if they feel empowered to do something, that, I'm, that I, I made it my mission to give back as, as best I can when, when I can. Thanks so much, Alexander. And uh, thank you for coming out. And you know, best of luck in the future, man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Uncommon Profit. Please subscribe, like, share, and tune in every Wednesday for new episodes. Have a great day.